0: easier and with less effort. Are you ready to step into a life of abundance? Join me Friday, May the 31st for my free money mindset workshop. To sign up for your free place, visit cannycrystalsacademy.co.uk forward slash workshop. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, It's a a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. everyone, thank you so much for joining me on yet another episode of Canny Crystals, the podcast. I can't actually believe how fast these weeks are flying by. Does anyone else feel like that as well? Like no sooner has like one episode come out that I'm recording the next. It's crazy. And I also saw someone post on Instagram the other day saying, make the most of this heat. It's only 18 weeks till Christmas. And speaking of Christmas, actually, I've just ordered all of the materials to make my crystal advent calendars. So, if you got one of these last year, you'll know what I'm talking about. I got some amazing feedback from them, but this year I wanted to go a little extra because you know that's what I'm all about a little bit extra. And I've got them all customized this year with my logo and a bit more unusual than the average advent calendar. So without giving anything else away, that's all I'm going to say. They're a bit more unusual than the average advent calendar. Anyway, keep your eyes peeled early October for the pre-sale. I'll be sending them out in November to make sure that everyone's got them well in time before December. I'm sure to give podcast listeners first notification anyway, because I feel this special connection to you lot. But yeah, friggin' Christmas in August. So... A few things to mention before I get on with this week's episode, actually. Firstly, I just want to say a big, big thank you to you all. You lot never cease to amaze me. But after last week's episode, mentioning how much hate and how much trolling I get in my inbox every day, you lot really came through with the positive energy. And my God, did you come through. At one point, I had over 400 messages in one day. And it absolutely killed us because you know what I'm like. I've got OCD. I like to reply to every single message that I got. I never, like, don't respond to anyone. But there were 99% messages of support asking me to keep my head held high because I'd helped them so much with the pod and TikTok and Instagram content. And they just love my content in general. And this honestly was such a breath of fresh air. It was so nice to hear. So thank you all from the bottom of my heart. I really, really loved to read all of your messages. And they're still coming in today. And actually, I want to dedicate this episode to Marley. And I know he's listening because he's the son of a customer of mine. Hi, Sally. Um, Sally messaged me this week saying that it was her birthday. Happy birthday, Sally. And her 11-year-old son had surprised her with some crystals from my website. How lovely is that? Apparently, he used his dad's credit card. I hope he asked permission first. Uh, but yeah, she mentioned that it was only a few weeks ago that he was saying the crystals were a load of nonsense. And then as they were on their way back from their holiday, they were listening to my podcast. And Marley ended up buying his own pendulum and was caught asking it. And this is so cute. Will I ever meet Mark Tweedy? How cute is that? So, Marley, it's not exactly a meet, but if you and your mum are ever in Newcastle, let us know. I just want to say hi, and thank you so much for the love. Um, Yeah, and secondly is that I did a huge restock on the website on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You lot never cease to amaze me, seriously. I'm now stocking maldivite from just £45. This is the lowest that I've seen maldivite for a long, long time, and it's all because I've managed to source some smaller pieces this time round. And when I say smaller, they're not smaller as in size-wise. They're smaller as in weight, if that makes sense. They're a little lighter, these ones. So that makes it kind of more affordable for you lot because obviously it goes by weight by the gram. Um, so yeah, it makes it... Weight by the gram. I'm like Pablo Escobar selling coke here, aren't I? Um, but yeah, I've, it's because I've managed to source some smaller pieces anyway. But yeah, it makes it a lot more affordable for you lot who might not want to splash out like over £100 for a little piece of Moldavite. The first lot sold out in just 24 hours. But for you lot, you special lot listening to the pod, there is more. Yes, more. And it's dropping tonight, okay? So Friday the 19th of August at 8 p.m. I'm not advertising this anywhere but this podcast. So this lot is just for you, lovely bunch, okay? So just remember that. Friday night, 8 p.m. And it'll be on the website, cannycrystals.co.uk. There are also lots of nice new items on there as well as old favourites that have been restocked. I've even managed to get hold of like the smaller and the larger Selenite bowls that I used to stock when I first started and they've been out of stock everywhere. I've looked for a long, long time now and I've, trust me, I've looked everywhere. So get yourselves on uk. Don't forget to use the discount code which is podcast for 10% off. It's in the show notes as well if you forget what it is but I've literally just said it. It's the word podcast, not hard lol. Um, and lastly, before I get into this week's episode, I just want to quickly mention that my website is having a 24-hour blackout next week. That's right, a blackout. For about 24 hours, my website is going to be down, okay? Do not panic. Do not fear. I'm coming back. Um, I'll post more about it on socials to give you all plenty warning over the weekend. But basically, my new all-singing, all-dancing website is finally ready to go. And to transfer everything across, it means that the current site has to be switched off the new one switched on, and then everything has to be exported from the current site and imported into the new one. And then not only, like, has all that got to happen, but Everything needs to be tested to ensure things like PayPal, ClearPay, Klarna, Visa, et etc., et are all linked up because otherwise it's not going to allow payments and payments won't get to me and you won't get your orders. And the most importantly, I need to ensure that like all the address details and things like that come up and the way that you've paid for your order and like kind of what service you've chosen, like speedy next day delivery, that kind of thing. But yeah, I'm really, really excited because this new website is a lot nicer. But I'm also really friggin' scared for the website to be turned off. The current website, because obviously it's my livelihood. Since I left the NHS, in being down a day's takings, it might not sound like much to use lot, but I'm technically losing out on a full day's wage for me too, because that is my livelihood. That's where I make my money from. And I'm just hoping that customers won't see the website is down and think, "Ah, fuck it," and go off shopping on another website instead, like Amazon or something. But yeah, please be patient with us. It'll only be for 24 hours. Coming back. But I am so excited to launch the new site. And once it's up and running for a couple of weeks as well, I'm also going to be able to finally launch my Crystal subscription boxes. Woohoo! I banged on about these at the start of the year and then obviously started having conversations with the website company and they just advised me to hang fire until this new website was done. So yes, lots of amazing things happening. Lots of new and exciting things to come in the next coming weeks. But before all that, we've got this week's episode to get into. So this week, I've had a fair few messages from people asking me about which crystals to place around your home and in which areas to place them. And in all honesty, I thought I'd mentioned this in a past episode. So I started raking through old episodes. God, there is so much and I talk some absolute shite, don't I? Um, But I think I only briefly touched on it. So this week, I've been reading Feng Shui Made Easy, which is a book by Davina McHale, not Davina McCall from Big Brother, Davina McHale. And I'm always fascinated with stuff like this. And before you know it, I've got Johnny Wingin because I'm turning the couch on its side. I'm screwing the wardrobes to the bedroom ceiling, balancing plant pots on top of the lamps, all that shit. But Feng Shui has always really amazed me. So for those of you that are new to crystals and Feng Shui it's basically the ancient art of creating a kind of energetic balance in our living and working spaces to make huge transformations within our lives. So this is basically looking at the overall design and the structure of your home, as well as the objects that we own, and how they have a kind of direct correlation and direct impact on every aspect of our lives. And just by through like making subtle changes to our living spaces, we can all create significant like shifts in our health, our wealth, our happiness. So we're going to look at organizing our homes to heal problems in our careers and our relationships and our finances. I'm going to talk as well how to declutter, which I know I've definitely touched on before as well. I couldn't find the episode on it, but we're going to go into so much more detail than before. Okay. So I know firsthand that it can be overwhelming to figure out where to start when trying to cultivate good feng shui within your home. So like, you're thinking like, what rooms do you begin with? How do you start fresh? What do you do if a room is already decorated? As well as kind of looking at what you shouldn't do in feng shui as well. So I'm just here to let you all know that it doesn't need to be challenging, okay? I'm going to give you all a few ideas, including like, basic feng shui rules to kickstart your journey to a happier and more energizing home. But feng shui is all about kind of how principles and ideas can inspire you to decorate your space in a feng shui way to bring more balance into your life. So I've got several tips of how you can bring about some good feng shui energy into your home. And then once we've got that sorted, we're then going to discuss crystals to place within it to maximize that energy. Okay. So the first thing to do when doing this kind of thing is to step outside your front door. You can do this now if you're listening on headphones, if you're at home. Step outside your front door, okay? Take a few steps forward, like out of your like property kind of thing. Stop, turn around, and just look at the front entrance of your home, okay? So your front door, your porch, your hallway if you live inside of a set of flats, Your front entrance is where all of the good feng shui energy is going to flow from, okay? So this is where it's starting from. And in feng shui, your entrance represents kind of how much energy and how energy enters your home and your life, okay? So the front door is known as the mouth of key, And that entrance is the first place to start when doing any of this work. So... First things first, you're going to start with decluttering and removing any kind of dirt, that kind of thing. And we know that when we declutter, the universe doesn't just fill the void, but it also allows energy to move around more freely, okay? So a lot of objects tend to gather at the front door. I know, like, our front porch, for example, in the winter, we end up with muddy walking boots, JJ's dog coat, his leader, sometimes even his coat and things like that. It's all clutter. And I'm not saying that it needs to be empty, but relatively uncluttered and tidy. Make it work for you, okay? If you've got little ones and they're constantly running around and you're taking the shoes off at the front door and there's mud everywhere and stuff, clean away the mud, clean the trainers, leave them at the front door if you need to. Make it work for you, Okay. So what I want you to do is get a dustpan and brush, give it a little sweep, clean your front door, just get some wet wipes or get an old cloth or something like that and a a spray bottle or even just a damp cloth and just wipe it down. Wipe the door frame down with a damp cloth, shake or clean the doormat Wipe down the door and any windows at the side. Like, take a good look around. Just generally spruce up that area, okay? The front entry, both interior and exterior, is often overlooked, okay? And I specifically remember when I was younger, my mom would be out washing her front door weekly. And I'm not just saying that because, like, a feng shui, because... Honestly, she doesn't believe in anything but Jesus Christ. But our front door was always so clean that if you ran into it with a plate of food, you could lick it clean and knock get a single germ in your body. It was that clean. So once you've kind of spruced up your front entrance, I want you to go back to where you first stood outside and turn around and look at it again. And just ask yourself this question, okay? Can I make this space more inviting and more spacious by removing or adding anything? Okay. Just think to yourself, you don't know it's not always about removing things. Sometimes it's adding things, but clearing out a space kind of creates a place for the energy that enters your home to collect and gather. So if you block that energy, that's one of the essential things that you shouldn't do in Feng Shui. So you want to make it as warm and inviting as possible so make sure it's well lit for example you might want to add a light an outdoor light or even like some solar lights or something like that make it work for you like i say you can add something you can remove things if if they no longer like make you happy okay but the next thing i'm going to tell you to do is to clean your bloody muggy windows okay so in feng shui The windows symbolize the eyes of the adults in the home, and for children, it's their voice. So, to create good feng shui in the home, you need to clean your windows regularly. Clear them, like, clear any clutter off the windowsills, that kind of thing. Clean the windows, and that'll let in more sunlight. And sunlight naturally energizes and wakes up energy within the house. And we know this because when you put your crystals outside, it re-energizes them. It's gaining that solar energy, and it's, it's moving around the molecules inside. So if you're going to move things off your windowsill so that more light can get in and move all that clutter... Like, one of my friends has books lined up from one side of his windowsill to the other, and I'm like, how do you live like that? Anyway, I'm not going to go into that. Um, and I don't know about you, but when Johnny is away for the weekend as well, back in Ireland, or any other time that I'm home alone for that fact... I like to sleep with the blinds in my bedroom open, like up, so that the sunlight naturally creeps into my room on the morning and wakes me naturally. Like, sunlight renders all of the colours and objects that we see. And light makes the home more expansive and more vibrant and more energetic when you let in more light. And you know as well as I do, like when the sun's beaming into your house, your house always looks gorgeous. It always looks well lit and it's just beautiful, isn't it? So therefore, clean windows metaphorically can help you see the world around you with the most colour, clarity and precision. If you can't be bothered to clean them or you don't have time, pay for someone else to clean them. It's not that expensive round here. I don't know where you live. If you live in London, you might want to take out a small bank loan, but I don't know what it's like for you, but I pay £8 and he only comes maybe once in every six weeks. Okay. So that works out what? Quick maths, 75 pence a week. Yeah, I'm like Carol Ford, my nana. Um, so yeah, that works out 75 pence a week. That really isn't too much, is it? It's like 10 pence a day. Um, Because the last thing I want to do when I come home after a hard day in the new office is to start scrubbing my bloody windows. And honestly, it does make such a difference. Like our next door neighbours, they moved in the same day, well, the same week as us. I think they moved in just after us. So that was like three years ago. They've never washed their windows since they moved in. I don't know why I'm whispering because I'm in the office. I'm nowhere near next door. Sorry if you're listening, by the way. Um, But honestly, it just makes their house look so kind of dingy and drab and... Almost dirty. So yeah, don't be afraid to delegate that cleaning if it's not for you. It's not that like expensive, like I say, unless you live in London. Um, and next you want to give your doors some attention. And I don't just mean external doors, I mean internal doors as well. So in Feng Shui, the doors represent your voice and communication. Okay, so doors are portals that opportunities can come into your life through. So your doors deserve a bit of attention. Because if you've got some doors that are jamming or stuck them opportunities aren't going to be able to flow freely to you, okay? So there are two things to look out for. So first, just be sure that all of your doors can open to at least 90 degrees, like a right angle, okay? So when there's a bunch of clutter behind a door and it can't open all the way, that blockage will mean that you will only receive a portion of the opportunities that are going to flow through it in energy, okay? There are parts of your life that you're closing yourself off to just by doing that. And then second, check that all your doors are working correctly. There's nothing worse than a squeaky door or a door that doesn't close, okay? So just ensure that the doors function effortlessly, the hinges aren't squeaking, kind of look to see that the door can close well and with ease and it doesn't get stuck, all these details might sound insignificant, but they affect how that energy finds its way to you. That energy has to pass through that door. And if that door's is giving off bad energy because it's broken, it's going to taint that energy on its way to you, okay? You want the floor to be as smooth as possible. And in Feng Shui, even the direction of your house is important. And don't worry, I'm not going to ask you to grab a shovel, start digging up the foundations of your house, turn it to like 90 degrees and cement it back down. But This will be helpful if you're looking for a new home, or even to keep in mind for your next home if you're thinking about moving soon. Since light represents energy, a south-facing home is the most kind of advantageous house direction for light, okay? So, that's all all about chi, energy absorption, and family harmony. And I'm currently in an east-facing home, and believe me, I'm fucking raging about it since I've, like, found out all feng shui and stuff like that. Anyway, the next house that I go to view, I'm taking a bloody compass with this. Don't get...
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers
0: flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. What is wrong? I don't care how crazy I look. I am taking that compass. But once your entrance is cleaned, Your windows are gleaming, you've stepped into your house, you've closed the door behind you, you're stood, you're taking a good look at your daily path through your home, okay? So that's your feng shui space layout. You want to look at your daily path through your home. So I want you to look at the physical path that you walk as you move through your home from when you wake up, from your bed, to the bathroom, into like when you're getting dressed, down for breakfast, and so on, okay? Until you head out the door. I want you to walk that same path for when you get home, you make your tea, you end up in bed, okay? You become desensitized to all the blocks and the physical obstacles that you have in your daily path because we see it on a day-to-day basis. But I want you to actively go and look for things, okay? So if you walk down the staircase or something and there's a pile of clothes on the stairs because they're ready to be took upstairs, take them upstairs, Don't just step over them, okay? Take them upstairs. That's blocking your energy. But we might become desensitized to this and we might not notice these things. And it's not until you do a little exercise like this and you would physically walk around your house specifically looking for something that you then realize, okay? So maybe it's just little things like a light flickers in the bathroom or something and you just deal with it on a day to day basis because you're only in there for two minutes, but you're brushing your teeth, yeah? So that light flickering is obviously bad energy okay? Or the door that always sticks and you have to slam it closed, okay? It's an obstacle when you have to squeeze through a kind of a cluttered hallway. When you look into your wardrobe jammed with clothes that don't fit you anymore, all of that energy affects you, okay? And over time, these obstacles can kind of accumulate and create problems for you in your life. And that can be considered bad feng shui for a house. And this kind of brings us perfectly onto decluttering because... I'm not saying decluttering as such, because feng shui is more about creating space rather than decluttering. And how do you make your life more spacious, okay? You start with your home. I want you to find a physical spot such as, I don't know, a drawer or a room or the shelf of a fridge or even just like a tiny little tray on your desk. The size doesn't matter. Let go of what's no longer needed in that, okay? I'm going to be very Marie Kondo on you here. But when you let something go, you create that open space to invite a new, fresh opportunity and fresh new energy into that spot. And don't beat yourself up if that space then gets filled up again, because that's just how the universe works, okay? Open spaces get filled up, then emptied, then filled up again. So just always be willing to make a fresh start, find a new place to release and create some new space over and over again. And I tend to do this on a weekend. I think about one little area, I tidy it out, I clean it, I wipe it down. Like I wipe down the things that were there and I put them back and I leave out the ones that I don't need anymore. Sometimes that might just be my sock drawer, for example. And I take out a sock that I've noticed has a hole in through the week or something like that. And instead of putting it in the bin, I've put it back in my sock drawer. Standard man. Uh, but yeah, sometimes it's a shelf in the bathroom cabinet. Sometimes it's just got like a bit of toothpaste on it or something. I just take everything out, give everything a wipe down, put it back in. And if there's like, I don't know, some dental floss or some toothpaste that's like an empty tube, just chuck it away. But sometimes, like I say, it's literally just giving the fridge a wipe down and chucking out anything that's out of date or the veg that's gone off. And after cleansing that physical space, I kind of like to cleanse the energetic space too, because both can be cleared at the end of the day. And sometimes in feng shui, this is called a space blessing. And you can use a few techniques, but I tend to smudge with Palo Santo wood. And that's on my website, by the way. I think it's like £2 or something. You get a couple of sticks. It's really inexpensive. You just light it. Once it's on fire, you let it like... You let it like burn for like 10 seconds and then you just blow it out and the smoke that comes off it, it smells really nice. I love it. Um, you just use that to kind of let it drift around and move the energy around in your house. And sometimes I even diffuse some sweet orange essential oil in my aromatherapy diffuser because that's really good for it as well. But when you space clear your home, try associating it with positive thoughts, okay? So kind of develop an intention of what you want to cultivate and create in your life. And something that I absolutely love to remember is that plants bring life energy into your home. In feng shui, plants embody life energy. Plants are connected to nature, bringing that vibrancy into your home, okay? So green plants are like an organic green smoothie for your house. They introduce freshness, vitality, and all that. And green vibrant plants are one of the key feng shui items for your home, okay? But the most important thing to remember is to find plants that you can care for and that are appropriate for the space. For example, consider kind of lighting conditions because you don't want to put something in direct light. Do you know what I mean? If you're new to plants, try some easy ones like jade or aloe vera because i my my house is honestly like a plant graveyard i kill them all the time not intentionally but they do end up dying i either forget to water them or i over water them i can't find that balance in between but you can try some easier ones like jade or aloe vera you can buy them on amazon you can buy them in ikea for example i think mine are both from ikea um very very cheap i think aloe vera is like three pounds the jade was maybe four pound very very cheap but you only have to water them once every couple of months. To me, that's perfect. And then last but not least, offer some thanks to your home, okay? So this is something that we don't tend to do. So feng shui is kind of a shamanic tradition that derives from the belief that everything is alive because everything is made up of energy. That includes your space. So the same life energy that flows through you also flows through your home. And your home is your shelter. Your home gives you a place to rest on a night. It allows you to recharge your batteries safe. It allows you to celebrate and so much more. So offering gratitude to your house is simple. Speak to your house with a humble heart and just say thank you. If you've ever watched Marie Kondo, she does this every time she enters a house. And yes, you probably look like a nut job, so do it behind closed doors. But just giving thanks to your home for standing stable, protecting you from bad weather, burglars, and giving you shelter... And that's a gratitude process in itself, okay? And when you give gratitude, you get more in return. We know this by now. So once all that's done, what better way to maximize the life energy than with crystals, okay? So I'm going to say something that might shock you right now, but I don't believe in placing crystals around the home to an extent, okay? If done right, yes, Perfect spiritual nexus. But some people, like most these days, they'll buy a crystal, they'll pop it in the purse, or they'll buy a bracelet, they'll put it on the wrist, for example, and they'll just expect that to work for the rest of eternity and think that that's it. But what happens to these things when they stop moving? what happens to energy when it stops moving and i've talked about this before the energy inside of them turns stagnant okay when people buy a crystal for their house they tend to leave it on a shelf because they buy it because it looks pretty and it's going to emit this gorgeous energy but they'll leave it on a shelf and it'll never get touched again until like they come to move it off the shelf or they i don't know dust it or something like that so what would happen to our mobile phones if we just left them switched on we popped them on a shelf and didn't touch them for days on end eventually they're going to run out of juice. They're going to die. I'm not saying that your crystals die as such, but they're going to run out of energy. And that's exactly what happens with crystals when we don't work with them constantly. So yes, when you come into your home, it's all down to personal choice, but... I have a piece of selenite above my front door, okay? So selenite is a natural energy cleanser. And it also kind of promotes peace and calm. So for me, that's the perfect energy to have above my front door. And on the inside, I've got a black obsidian tower. I've got a black tourmaline tower. I think there's a Labradorite on there as well. It's just like a little uh, collection by my front door. I've also got a citrine on my console table just behind the front door the black tourmaline and the black obsidian, they're going to absorb all that negative energy that gets past the selenite. And then the citrine is going to transmute that residual energy into abundance and joy and happiness. And isn't that what we all want our houses to be like inside, joyful and happy? Yeah. So then in my bathroom where I go to have a peaceful and relaxing bath, I've got amethyst everywhere and I put some on the bath tray. There's some on a little shelf in there. There's some on the side of the sink. Amethyst is a great crystal for relieving anxious and stressful thoughts. And when you lay in the bath, that's the last thing that you want running through your head, isn't it? So the amethyst really, really assists with kind of creating that oasis of calm. And then in my old office, I had the biggest lumps of pyrite ever because pyrite's not only for luck and abundance, but it's also for focus and creativity too. And I go as far as even having tiger's eye in the kitchen because tiger's eye is all about motivation, determination, willpower. And believe me, on top of the fridge in the kitchen is the perfect place because I need this most when I'm constantly raiding that bloody fridge at midnight, stuff like that. I just take one look at my tiger's eye now and shut the fridge straight away. Way. And I think pretty much in every room of my house, I've got Labradorite right, because it just helps to promote transformation. It's really good for balancing and protecting the aura. It's really good for grounding spiritual energy. And because it fucking looks sexy, okay? No one can ever tell me any different about Labradorite. Right? Honestly, get yourself a piece of Labradorite right, from my website from just £3, I think, for the tumble stones are. If you don't have any already, it's the sexiest crystal known to man. But like I said, It's all well and good me telling you all this, but then just placing a crystal in these places in your house and leaving it isn't going to do you much good at all. It might work for a week or so and then it'll die. So here's the key part, okay? Once a week or a fortnight if you're pushed, gather all of your crystals around the house and this only needs to take five or ten minutes a week, okay? But grab them all and on a sunny day, whack them all outside, lead them to recharge. If you can't do that, put them on a windowsill. If you don't have a garden or you don't have an outdoor space, leave them on a windowsill, somewhere where they're going to get natural light. If you wanted to, on a full moon, whack them on a windowsill. They'll be supercharged by the lunar energy. They're going to get that gorgeous white moonlight. You could light an incense stick if you don't have access to an interior window, um, just lighten that incense stick, going around the house, kind of encapsulating the crystals with the smoke. You could walk around the house with a sound ball, if you like, and strike it as you're going around, and the sound will wash over uh, those crystals and just cleanse the energy and re- rejuvenate them and kind of bring their energy back to life, Okay. It really is whatever works best for you, okay? But if you think about it, the more people that you have in your house, the more residual energy there's going to be to cleanse, okay? So do it until the time feels right. For me, like I say, I just go around with a Palo Santo and I blow that smoke across my crystals. I sometimes walk around with my Tibetan singing bowl, just striking it in every room. And I just do that a few times until I feel like the room has been cleansed. You'll feel like a kind of energetic shift, and once you've cleansed your crystals, as you put them back in their places around the house, talk to them. And this is so important, okay? Tell them what you want them to do for you. Place some selenite above your front door. Yeah, tell it to protect your energy and cleanse all that pass by it. Pop the pyrite back on your desk and tell it to keep you focused and on track with your goals. Whatever crystal you have, wherever you place it, set its intentions with your voice. You can talk to it. You can let it know. You can put it in your hand and close your eyes and meditate on it. Visualize if that's better for you, if you're more of like a a kind of picture-focused person rather than a word-focused person. But so yes, in short, place crystals around your house by all means, but remember to charge, cleanse, set intentions, and put back regularly for them to work and reach their ultimate potential. Otherwise, you might as well be sticking like carrots around on your shelf in the bathroom. It's not going to do much for you energetically, is it? So yeah, tag me in your pictures of your crystal collections this week. I want to see all your crystals around your house. I want to see you cleaning and scrubbing your front doors and your windows. I want pictures of you in your marigolds, okay? I want to see you spring cleaning in the summer. So tag me at Crystals on Instagram and I will share your pictures on my story. Oh, and something else uh, before I go that I forgot to mention at the start, and I'll mention it to you lot because you can keep a secret, um, is that I've got an elegant new birthstone necklace range launching maybe next week, maybe the week after, to celebrate the launch of my new website. And these crystals are genuine Swarovski crystals for each month's birthstone And let me tell you, they are stunning, okay? I can't wait to share these with you, actually. So keep your eyes peeled for those. They're so different to the necklace pendants and the jewelry that I sell at the moment. And they really are something special. It was just someone messaged me a few weeks ago and they were like, can you get your hands on something a bit more special than the pendants? And yeah, I thought the necklace pendants are nice and special, but these are something else. Like I said, they're genuine Swarovski crystals. They are beautifully cut, Oh my God, they're like little tiny diamonds. They're beautiful. Anyway, you'll see what I mean. Keep your eyes peeled. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please, please leave a review wherever you're listening from. You know the drill by now. Podcasting is free. I don't get paid to do this. So your 10 second review helps me be heard by others and pushed up the charts which then means more people get to hear about my website and that pushes sales for me so thank you all so much for everyone that left a review last week i actually had tears reading a few of them so thank you so much you can find me at candy crystals on instagram and tiktok although i don't have time to fart let alone make tiktoks at the minute but yeah drop us a follow don't forget to check out the new stock at candy uk if there's any left and enjoy and i'll see you all in a week's time so have a lush weekend, guys enjoy the rest of the beautiful weather and I'll see you all next Friday. Thanks guys. Bye.